Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Democratic House leaders are asking that a previously requested investigation into the submission of fake net neutrality comments to the Federal Communications Commission be expanded to include other regulators' rulemakings. Representatives Frank Pallone, Gerald Nadler, Elijah Cummings, and Bobby Scott sent a letter to Attorney General Jeff Sessions and FBI Director Christopher Wray requesting an investigation into comment submissions to four agencies, specifically the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and the Department of Labor. The Democrats said an investigation into potential fraudulent comments is necessary to restore public trust in the federal rulemaking process. Senator James Lankford says he'd like to see more congressional offices publish federal waste books. Lankford says every congressional office in the House and Senate should do their own annual deep dives into federal fraud, waste, and abuse. Lankford also urges the Senate to pass his Taxpayer Right to Know Act, which would require the Office of Management and Budget to post every federal program by agency on its website. The Senate has confirmed Alex Azar as the second Health and Human Services Secretary under the Trump administration. Azar served as the Deputy HHS Secretary under George W. Bush and ran a pharmaceutical drug company. Azar says his top priorities at HHS are to curb the cost of prescription drugs, to make health insurance more affordable, reform Medicare, and confront the opioid addiction epidemic. His predecessor, Tom Price, stepped down last fall over his use of private charter flights for official travel. President Trump will send his fiscal 2019 budget request to Congress on February 12th. The Office of Management and Budget confirms the request will be about a week later than expected. A spokeswoman says because the administration was preparing for and then implementing the recent lapse in appropriations, both OMB and agency staff lost several work days during an especially critical part of the budget production process. The Office of Personnel Management is making a few changes to the way it verifies eligibility for the Federal Employee Health Benefit Program. OPM previously had no process for removing ineligible people from the health roles. But now, under the new OPM rule, dependents will need to show proper documentation to prove they're eligible. Generally speaking, federal employees, annuitants, and their families automatically receive coverage. There's an internal dispute within the Pentagon about how much paternity leave should be offered to new dads. Congress has already given DOD discretion to offer up to three weeks, and the Navy is advocating for that amount. But the military's top enlisted official told the Military Times newspaper yesterday that the Pentagon thinks two weeks is about right, while other military services want the allowance to be as little as seven days. Congress has ordered the Defense Department to conduct a wholesale review of the law that governs military officers' careers. But as Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu reports, military personnel officials are urging lawmakers not to tinker too much. Personnel chiefs told Congress yesterday that, in general, the law known as DAPMA has served the military well since it was passed in 1980. They said Congress should retain core elements like the up-or-out approach to officer promotion, but that the law does need minor changes. In particular, officials want more authority to pay officers based on their performance and more authorities to commission officers directly from the private sector. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Veterans Affairs Department takes another step closer to DOD's electronic health record. Here's Jason Miller. The Veterans Affairs Department will not hire an outside contractor to implement the same identity management system as the Defense Department for its electronic health record. VA announces its decision to enter into an interagency agreement with DOD in a notice on FedBizOps. 
VA initially issued a request for information seeking a contractor to provide a host of development, test, and integration services. Instead, VA will rely on DoD to modify the DoD-owned Patient Discovery Web Service. DoD will create a single identity system that will support joint patient identity management across both VA and the military. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.